organ donation is one of the great miracles of our time. For someone with, say, a failing heart, an otherwise healthy heart from a donor who has died can give them years, even decades of life. But that's not to say it's easy. With heart transplants, the organ needs to be in within four or five hours to be viable, a huge logistical challenge for a country the size of Australia. The tide is turning, though, thanks to a new technology keeping hearts viable for longer. One of the first people to receive a heart through this method in Australia is Alex Morianu. The day I knew something wasn't quite right can probably be traced back to early January in 2022. A lot of people, when they experience heart failure, they experience a steady decline over time. But for me, I was perfectly fine one night. I was actually out with my boyfriend and a few of our friends and we were out till like 3am dancing. The next day though, I could barely walk 10 minutes to the gym. I kept having to stop. I kept crouching over because I was in so much pain and felt so nauseous. And from that day, it just never really stopped. Until this particular day, Alex was just a normal, healthy 23-year-old living her best life in Perth. She was working her first full-time job while winding up research from her master's in astrophysics, studying black holes and neutron stars. But within a few weeks, she was in hospital, diagnosed with severe heart failure. The left side of my heart was functioning at about 15% at that time, but the right side of my heart wasn't doing great either. I only spent three weeks out of hospital before I had to go back in, and then I stayed back in hospital. Alex was deteriorating really quickly. On her first day back in hospital, her doctor told her she was going to be listed for an urgent heart transplant. But while she was a good candidate for transplantation, young and otherwise healthy, the weeks just kept ticking by. I started getting really scared. Things were just getting worse and worse for me and the heart wasn't coming. This is the thing about living on the west coast of a big, sparsely populated country like Australia. A transplanted heart starts to deteriorate as soon as it's removed from a donor's body, transported on ice in the same kind of esky as you can buy at your local hardware store. Most of the population, and by extension, most organs that can be donated, are on the east coast. And Perth is usually just too far away for an East Coast donor heart to last until it can be transplanted. Until very recently. We've really only got about four, five, five and a half hours to get it out of the donor and plumbed into the recipient. You think, oh, that's pretty far, but you've got to remember the size of this vast brown land. Professor John Fraser is an intensive care physician and researcher at the Prince Charles and St Andrews Hospitals in Brisbane. His team has just finished the first phase of a clinical trial into a new technology called hypothermic ex vivo perfusion. Hypothermic, as in cold, ex vivo, outside of the body, perfusion. With HEVP, the donor heart is put in a rig that keeps the organ cold, like putting an ice pack on an injured muscle to stop swelling, while pumping blood and a nutrient solution through it. So it's continuously filling the arteries and emptying the veins and clearing out some of the waste product, if you like. It's got oxygen going in, it's got carbon dioxide coming out. The cells, instead of being starved of oxygen and starved of nutrition, are being fed the oxygen and being fed the nutrition. Instead of the four to five hour window of a normal transplant, 
John and his team showed they could sustain a heart for eight hours and 47 minutes, not by choice, but because of COVID restrictions slowing down a transfer between states. In the past, if it wasn't for that rig, that donor heart would have not been usable and would have had to be disposed of, which would be a crying shame for the family of the donor, but even more so for the recipient. We're not going to be having to turn hearts down because of the logistics. There's nowhere that there could be a donor heart in Australia or New Zealand that could not be transplanted somewhere in Australia or New Zealand. Working with John Fraser on the research called The Living Heart Project is David McGiffin, who began his career as a cardiothoracic surgeon in the 1980s. It was night and day. You know, when I started heart transplants, it was miserable. You know, the one-year survival was 50%. But we knew it was going to get better. It's sort of nice to be bookending my career with this very exciting machine perfusion. Alex was one of 36 people in the first phase of John Fraser and David McGiffin's clinical trial, which has had a 100% survival rate. Her transplanted heart came from the East Coast, something that wouldn't have been possible without the Living Heart Project. I felt the difference almost instantaneously. I felt what blood flow felt like again, as strange as that sounds. Like I felt my blood pulsing in my head, pulsing through my body. My hands were warm and I didn't realise I was lacking that until I woke up and I was like, wow, this feels so different. This first phase of the research looked at hearts from donors who were brain dead but still had beating hearts, the only kind of hearts currently used for transplants. The next phase will look at whether it's possible to use donor hearts that have stopped beating. That's an even bigger number of potential transplant hearts that we could resuscitate and reboot. There's many places across Australia that now can give their organs for transplantation, and that's a huge solace for people that have lost someone from their family, but at least, you know, thank God, someone has benefited from their, their sorrow. As for Alex... It wasn't until after her old heart was replaced that her doctors were able to see what might have caused her sudden heart failure in the first place. They found a buildup of white blood cells in my old heart when it was removed. So I must have caught a virus in the past few years. My immune system must have gotten a bit confused between the virus and my heart and started attacking my heart instead. But because my decline was really, really quick, we think maybe there was a genetic component. But in terms of my fitness, like I'm back at the local gym now. I'm able to do cardio for half an hour, one hour. I feel very fit and healthy again. And yeah, I feel I feel pretty normal, which is crazy because it's been less than a year. Alex Mariano, a heart transplant recipient from Perth. We also heard from Professor John Fraser, intensive care physician from the Prince Charles and St Andrews Hospitals in Brisbane, and cardiothoracic surgeon Professor David McGiffin. And I'm told, Tegan, that they cooked up the grant for this on a cricket pitch. <laughs> yeah, they couldn't find any time when both of them were free and until they found out that Saturday afternoon by one of uh, John Fraser's kids' cricket games was the place, and there's a photo of David McGiffin looking kind of grumpy in a floppy hat, which is just perfect to me. Thanks, Tegan. ABCRN helps you understand the world. Find more of our stories on the ABC Listen app.